Blog Talk Radio. Brown and welcome to the Side Brown Morning Show. I have some really good life success tips to share with you today. Um, unfortunately, in the news, we just learned that James Gandolfini, the brawly man who played Tony Soprano, passed away um, in Italy from a heart attack. He was only 51 years old and just hearing that in the news, I googled celebrities who have we've lost this year. And there have been a host of celebrities from the guy Ralph who played the doorman on the Jeffersons, um, just crit, one of the members of Chris Frost, the darker skinned guy from Chris Frost, we lost him this year. Um, we also lost the man who played Prof Joe on The Wire. His last name was Chu. We lost him in the beginning of the year. And at the center of all of this somehow gets back to some health-related illness. And many things that happen to our body, we can prevent. Um, It's difficult. It's not easy. And ironically, I'm writing a book of this that speaks to this very issue. And the title of the book is uh, Don't Wait to Lose Weight. And in Don't Wait to Lose Weight, I talk about three core areas that we need to address in order for us to achieve optimum health, wellness, and fitness. So on today's show, I will be sharing what those tips are. So if you're listening to this show, you're going to get advanced notice of (laughs) what's in my upcoming book, don't wait to lose weight. Um, but weight loss is serious. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to read actually a, a portion of the forward that I wrote. So this is really a, a top secret show. <laughs> um, but as I'm writing, I'm just, you know, meditating on my own journey. And for those of you who follow my blog, you'll see that I recently put a picture on my blog and on Instagram and on Facebook. I had a It looks like a picture of my hand, and I've got these teal fingernails. But if you look in the center of my hand, you'll see a star. And that star actually represents the star that my weight loss coach recently gave me. Yes, I have a weight loss coach. (laughs) I think uh, a lot of things that we go through in life are, are not easy. They're just not easy. And unless we have a coach an ally, a friend, a somebody other than somebody who knew you when, they're the ones that are that are there that I believe God puts in your life to help you get over the hurdle to get you from where you are to where you need to be. So I took a picture of my hand while I was actually sitting in the chair speaking with her yesterday, and I put it on Instagram and tweeted, and I put that my weight was now, drum roll please, 172.8, and I am pretty tall. For those of you who see me, I am I'm a pretty tall gal. When I put on heels, I'm probably at least six one, six feet. I'm not going to say six one, but I might be actually because I wear really high heels. 
Um, and they and you may feel, well, that's a pretty, you know, good size, but I've got these pockets of fat that just won't go away. And I'm trying to get rid of them. But the 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 sad part about it is, remember, last year I shared with you that I had my appendix taken out. I was rushed into emergency surgery. I had attended Book Expo America at the Javits Center. And the next day I woke up in the most excruciating pain. I had a pain on my lower left side for the whole time I was at Book Expo America. And the day after BEA had ended, I was in my car, and this pain just, it was coming in waves. And I was rushed to the hospital, and I was literally rushed into surgery within 24 hours because I my appendix was no good. They thought my appendix was getting ready to rupture. And so as a result, I was unable to exercise. So as a result, I got a nutritionist right away because when you think you're going to die, you know, there's nothing like walking down the street one day and the very next day you're in the hospital and they're saying we're prepping you for surgery. That is a very sobering moment. Um, And so I was like, oh, my goodness, now I can't exercise. And so I had no choice but to get the food portion of my life in order because if not, I was just going to be in the house for the next couple of weeks eating cookies, pizza, and all the things I should not eat and would end up definitely going down the wrong road. So as a result of all of that and being very disciplined because I was confined to the house so I had to really watch what I ate, I was I managed to get my weight down to 164 pounds. So my absolute lowest was on August 3rd, 2012, and I was 164 pounds. So now fast forward to the middle of 2013, I am now 176. So much to my dismay, I was like, how in the world did I get from one seventy from one sixty four up to one seventy six? That twelve pounds, you know, you may look at the scale and say, Yeah, you know, I can get that off. But go to the grocery store and pick up a whole chicken. Just pick up a whole chicken and see how much it weighs. Probably weigh what, four four to six pounds? Hold it in your left hand. And now pick up another whole chicken. And now you have in your hands what I probably was carrying around because I was eating junk food, because I was not being mindful of what I was eating, because I was eating recklessly, because I was drinking. Yes, I was. I'm going to tell it. I was drinking, (laughs) as most adults do. You know, you go out with your friends. You you know, it's the end of the day. Hey, you want to go out for drinks? You know, my favorite restaurant in the city is the place that has the yummy margaritas and the wings. And you think a little wing here, a little margarita here, a little glass of wine here. That has so much calories and so much fat. So from August of 2012 up until the middle of 2013, I managed to ounce by ounce pack on 12 pounds, enough for to hold in your hand two whole chickens. So I said, you know what, this this can't continue. So I started going back to my weight loss coach. So I was really proud. It was a really, really, really happy moment for me to be able to share with everyone, hey, I'm down 3.8 pounds. Go by yourself, go to the grocery store and pick up a, a pack of chicken breasts, not the family pack, but just, you know, it's four or five pieces. That's about four pounds. That's what I have shed in a week. And so in the spirit of me 
journaling my weight loss experience, the up and the down and the back up again, um, I felt like, you know, it was enough to put in a book. I have something to say. Praise God, it's going to be book number eight, which I'm really grateful for. Um, But I felt like I have, this is my first fitness-type, fitness-esque type of book that I've ever written. So I'm pouring my heart and soul into it. And I and I really wasn't ready to share it with the world, but with the passing of James Gandolfini, the, our beloved Tony Soprano, unless you lived under a rock, everybody watched The Sopranos. And for so many seasons, for season after season, we watched him, but there really was an unhealthy side to him because he was overweight. You know, part of his persona on The Sopranos was to play this, really, uh, really tough mob boss, but in his own personal life, he was overweight, and he leaves behind a 13-year-old son and an eight-month-old daughter. So when I heard, when I learned, I knew he had a son, um, but when I learned he had an eight-month-old daughter, I, I, I really literally almost shed a tear because I can't imagine growing up and learning how beloved my dad was, and I never got to know him. You know, the whole world loves Tony Soprano, except maybe some Italians that live in Jersey. Um, But, you know, that she'll never get an opportunity to learn about her dad except through videos and TV shows and things like that. So in the spirit of that, I said, you know what, Cy, let me get ready to share some of these tips that have helped me Uh, with my listeners, because I want you all to be healthy and I want you all to have long and prosperous lives as well. So in that space, I would like to read to you just a little bit of the prologue that I started writing for the book, for my new book, Don't Wait to Lose Weight, 10 Tips to Kickstart Your Fitness Journey. And I'll share this with you um, before I read the prologue. The key, I'm going to give you a juicy tidbit, so if you have a pen, write it down. The key to successful weight loss and to get on a very successful journey are these three things, motivation, movement, and meals. Motivation, movement, and meals. So I'm, we're going to get into that, and of course, I really, really elaborate in the book. But if you had to summarize it or summarize this in a nutshell, it's really motivation, movement, and meals. Because without those three things, it's not, when I say successful, I mean sustainable. I lost weight, but I was unable to sustain it because I did not have the understanding in my mind. So... Let me go right into a little bit of the prologue. I'm just going to read you a little something, 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 and I know you'll enjoy it. And then we'll get right into these 10 tips to kickstart your fitness journey. Is that all right with you? Amen? Amen. Great. The prologue for the book, 10 Tips. (laughs) Don't wait to lose weight. 10 Tips to successfully kickstart your fitness journey reads as follows. Are you ready for the ride of your life? When I decided to lose weight, I had no idea what to expect. And what actually happened, I could have never expected. I don't want to scare you. Really, I don't. But you need to know that losing weight is a journey. It's not about losing weight, actually. Losing weight is the bonus result of you getting your life in order. Weight gain and or subsequent weight loss is really the byproduct of an energy imbalance in your life. 
Once you decide to lose weight, you tell your mind that you want your physical body to change. But a key component to the successful conclusion of your physical body changing starts with changing your mind. If you tell your mind you want your body to change, it will never, ever change. It starts in your mind first. Your mind must tell your body, hey, listen up, we need to do some things differently. And when your mind tells your body what to do, things start to happen in your life for the better. Your body is flesh and bones. Your physical body doesn't want to listen to the mind. Your mind needs to tell your body what it needs to do. Your physical appearance is a direct reflection of what's going on inside of your body, mind, will, and emotions. In order to change the way you look, you must change the way you think. You're going to sweat, lose friends, cry, feel like crap, feel deflated, probably binge eat at some point, most likely try to starve yourself at some point, but best of all, you're going to get fit, change your life, and forge ahead and motivate some, someone else. Healthy eating means many things to many people, and everyone has different goals for the perfect diet. The key to following a healthy diet is to find a diet you can stick with for the rest of your life. A diet should not be simply a temporary change in the way you live, eat, and exercise. Rather, it should be a permanent change that you can live with day in and day out, year in and year out. For some people, a healthy diet can be as simple as increasing the amount of fruits and vegetables in what they eat every day. For others, a radical change involving strict control of fat and cholesterol may be required. Quick sidebar, that's what I had to do. Of course, what is needed will depend on the goal of each individual. The serious runner in search of greater conditioning will, of course, have a different goal than the couch potato who is concerned about the possibility of heart disease. Even though every person with different goals will have different goals when it comes to healthy eating, the basic tenets of healthy eating are the same. The most important thing to do is eat a variety of foods while eating less of the bad stuff and more of the good. That may sound like an oversimplification, but it really is that easy. Putting that concept into proactive activity, however, is the hard part. Everyone wants to eat healthier, but there are so many temptations in today's world that healthy eating can be difficult. The keys to making healthy choices is, appealing, is as appealing as the unhealthy ones. One way to make healthy foods appealing is to buy a wide variety of exotic fruits at a local supermarket. There are probably varieties of fruits and vegetables at your local grocery store that you've never even heard of before. Why not make your next trip to the grocery store an adventure by sampling some of these offerings? Experimenting with new recipes is another great way to bring excitement and adventure into healthy eating. A quick perusal of your favorite low-fat or healthy eating cookbook will likely present you with many fun and exciting recipes to try. Often a new cookbook or a couple of new recipes is all it takes to spur a healthier lifestyle. It's also important to know that eating healthier doesn't necessarily mean making a radical change. There are very simple things that you can do, such as cutting the skin off your chicken breast or trimming the fat from your favorite steak that can result in the fat reductions and health improvements. Dieters should not overlook the importance of these small changes when seeking healthier eating habits. Well, it goes on a little bit further, but I, I will share this with you. When I wrote the line, um, often a new cookbook or a couple of new recipes is all it takes to spur a healthier lifestyle, um, that, that really happened in my life. I was working out of a space in Harlem right after Hurricane Sandy uh, because it destroyed Hoboken where um, I worked and a whole lot of other of my friends worked. 
And the woman whose space I was sharing with, she made one day sautéed spinach with chickpeas, but it was like curried somehow with garlic. It was, I, I don't even know how she made it. To this day, I still don't know how she made it. And so it was so yummy that very next day I went to my grocery store and I bought a bag of chopped spinach and a can of chickpeas. I didn't know what in the hell I was doing, but I did it anyway. And so I I put a little olive oil, um, some chopped garlic from a jar, and I put the spinach in. And I let the spinach cook, 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 because I don't like spinach where you have to chew, chew, chew so much. And so when the spinach, you know, got a little bit softer, I drained one can of chickpeas and poured them right into this deep, I have a deep frying pan. So the frying pan is probably about three inches deep, but it's, you know, it's big. It's a frying pan. And so I poured the chickpeas in and put a little more olive oil, and then I put curry powder in this, put a little bit of water, and I put the lid down. So now I stirred it for about 30 minutes, and the chickpeas became soft because I had the lid on it. And what I did, listen to this, I took a can of chicken broth, and I put low salt, low sodium chicken chicken broth, cut it, poured it in, put the top back on it. By this time, the chickpeas were really, really soft, as was the spinach. And I took a big spoon and I mashed the chickpeas. And as I mashed the chickpeas, it started to thicken this concoction that I was making. But as I continued to mash them, I mashed them into the spinach, mashed them into the curry powder, mashed them into the seasoning, put a little salt and pepper with the olive oil, kept stirring, and I put a small little bit of diced tomato, chopped up like, you know, maybe a third of a tomato, chopped it up and put that on top and mixed that in. Oh, my goodness. It was absolutely delicious, and that has now become like, and it literally took me like 45 minutes. That has become one of my go-to meals because it was simple, it's healthy, there was no fat. I mean, chickpeas and spinach and and olive oil and and sautéed garlic and, and tomato, it's just so healthy. It's very, very filling. The chickpeas make it very filling, and it's really nutritious. The point is, that is something I have never made in my entire life, didn't even know what it would taste like, and it ended up being really, really good, and it was really, really nutritious. So, you know, even as I was writing the book, as I'm writing the book, um, it's really important that we go outside of our comfort zone in so many different areas of our life because if we don't, we're going to stay stuck where we are. And, and that's really why I put you may lose friends. I have lost friends over my weight loss journey, over my fitness journey, I should say. In the very beginning, I, I would say to my friends, you want to come with me to Zumba? I started with something simple. I mean, now I take these boot camp classes and stuff. It's really difficult. But I started simple. And no, I don't want to go. So I had to make a choice. Do I want to go or do I not want to go? And I went. And next week, do you want to go with me to Zumba? No, I don't want to go. No problem. I'll go. And I started going to Zumba once a week. And then I started to notice a little difference. And my friend's like, girl, you're starting to look good. Well, come with me. And unless you have an overriding health issue, you know, I strongly encourage you to speak with a health professional before you start any fitness routine. Um, But if it's just a matter of motivation and not being motivated, that's a pretty lame-ass excuse. Yes, I said it. But the funny thing is I was there too. That's exactly where I was. I was at the exact same place. 
until I realized when my appendix was taken out that I can't be mobile. So the only other way to really be mindful about my health right now is to watch what I eat. So here are my 10 tips really quickly. Um, and write them down. I strongly encourage you to write them down. They will be, you know, fully elaborated on, not on this podcast, but definitely in my book, Don't Wait to Lose Weight. But I think it's really important when we look at people dying young. I mean, my mom was 54 when she lost her life. She lost a courageous battle with ovarian cancer, um, which is not as easy to fight. But when you're talking heart attacks, diabetes, you know, make some changes. You you can prevent it. Most of this stuff is preventable. So anyway, section one, motivation. Section two is movement. And section three is meals. Under section one, I have three tips. The first tip under motivation is make a decision. You have to make a decision. You have to decide Whatever your why is, you have to decide, this is why I want to lose weight. Whatever that is, I don't know what it is for you. I can't say. It may be that you were out and your man looked at some other chick some kind of way and you got mad. That's your why. If that's your why, that's your why. For me, my why was, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be in the house for the next six weeks and I can't exercise. I need to watch what I eat. Whatever your why is, it's personal. It can be that you just had a baby. It could be that you stepped out of the shower and, you know, you looked in the mirror. Whatever your why is is what your why is. But you have to make a decision and stick to your decision. Now, I share with you, I made a decision, got down to 164, backslided, and got back up to 176.6. So I had to make a decision to not go back. It's not easy, but you have to make a decision. Step number two. Get a partner. It is really, really important that somebody you love and trust supports this part of your life. You can't do anything alone. You don't live in a vacuum. You don't live in a bubble. You need at least one person. And here, peep this. Let me tell you, here's, here's a kick with this. Remember when I told you I asked my friends, hey, you want to go with me to Zoom, but nobody wanted to go? And once I decided to go to the gym, I joined the gym and started going, my my fitness partner and chief encourager is another gym member. I never thought that would happen. I thought it would be one of my friends, somebody I grew up with, somebody I'm kicking it with. Uh-uh. It was a total stranger. And what happened was you start to form a bond with people that you never knew because they have the same goals in life as you do. So when when I say get a partner, you may have to start this journey by yourself, and your partner will reveal itself. There's a, a, a saying that says, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I firmly believe that once you decide to get moving, you will find the perfect partner, or better yet, the perfect partner will find you. Section one, motivation. Step three is to create a plan. Have a written plan. I am looking right now literally at my meal map where I write down what I eat, I write down when I'm going to the gym. I write down when I'm going to see my weight loss coach. I'm, wait, I'm writing down when I'm going to see my nutritionist. I write, I mean, you've got to have a plan. You know, if you don't have a plan, you're, you're, you're going to fail. You can't go into anything in life without a plan. Even the teacher has a lesson plan for second graders. You have to have a plan. So without a plan, you're just waking up every day hoping and wishing, and that's not really a sustainable way to start your fitness journey. 
Section two, number four. Tip number four is to get moving. You have to move. You gotta move. You have to move. Take the elevator, not the. Uh, I'm sorry. Take the steps, not the elevator. Walk around the park if you have to. Park your car further. I mean, those are, are simple things that you can do right away. Parking your car further from the door. But in my opinion, those are not enough. They're a start, but those are not enough. It's just like when you're a new person in Christ, you have to take baby steps. When you're a new person on this journey, you've got to take baby steps, and that may be a baby step for you. But once you're in this for a minute, like I've been on this journey for about a year and a half now, that's not enough. That means not just walking up the steps, but that means working out. Remember I shared with you, I was working out once a week. I now work out probably six days a week at least. I worked out yesterday only for 30 minutes. I took a 30-minute session for my core to help my lower back, to help my chest, to help my butt, and to to help, you know, make my my stomach stronger and tighter. 30 minutes done, in and out. So, you know, you, you have to gauge it, but it's really important to get moving. Section two, movement, tip number five, get to sleep. Sleep is a must. Listen to this. You're going to think I'm nuts, but I'm telling you the God's honest truth. When I first started my fitness journey, I would go to bed one weight and wake up another weight. It sounds bugged out, but it is the it is the absolute truth. I would literally wake up with less weight than I was when I went to sleep. And so after my research, I realized your body has to process the food that you've eaten, and it has to rest. And in order for your body to do its job, you have to rest, you have to give your body an opportunity to recover. And the only, the best time it has to recover is when you're asleep. So sleep is so very, very important. Don't cheat yourself. Please don't cheat yourself. Section three, meals. Mm. Tip number six, you have to eat healthy even when your money is tight. If your money is tight, it's very easy to buy cheap, inexpensive, unhealthy foods. Please don't do it. Buy the healthiest food you can afford and then just scale back on the frequency of your meals. So, you know, your body may be used to snacking all day and you run to McDonald's, you run to Wendy's, or you, you know, pick up something from the grocery store. Yeah, it's quick and easy, but it's so unhealthy. I actually had to retrain my body to eat less, and then as I consumed less, I was able to buy more expensive and better food. For breakfast this morning, I had about 15 Brussels sprouts, and I and that was enough. And I had a cup of coffee, and then I went to the gym and worked out, and I just ate a protein bar, and now I'm hosting the show. Before, I would need like three pancakes, grits, sausage, eggs, blah, 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 blah. When you train your body, you can eat a lot less, and then you can take your money and spend it on more healthier foods. Section three meals, tip number seven, when you go to the grocery store, only buy healthy foods. Um, and I'm saying don't even buy potato chips, don't buy ice cream, don't buy snacks, at least for the first 30 days because you will be so tempted and you have to wean your taste buds from the foods you used to eat to the things that you need to eat. Section three meals, tip number eight, try to lose 10 pounds right away. When you're losing when you're when you start this fitness journey, you can feel exasperated and you can feel like you're not getting anywhere really fast because it's a very difficult journey. I made up in my mind I want to lose ten pounds. Even though I wanted to lose more than ten pounds, I said I just gotta get down ten pounds. Put a number in your head and stick with that number. For me it was ten pounds, for you it may be five. But make it something that's 
achievable. Don't say, I want to lose 50 pounds, and then in a month when you don't lose 50 pounds, you're pissed. You can lose 10 pounds in a month. It is possible. I did it. Anybody can do it when you watch what you eat, unless, of course, you have a prevailing health issue. So be mindful. I'm not making judgments. But when you set your mind to it and you decide and you cut back what you eat and you cut back the junk, you can do it. Ten pounds is not that tough. Most people are carrying around an extra 17 to 23 pounds on their body. So to lose 10 the modification. Tip number nine, listen to your body. If your body is tired, your body is tired. Get some rest. If your body feels fatigued, if your body feels sore, let it rest. You have to listen to your body. This is a, a, a reciprocal relationship. You're, you're telling your body to do something, and then your body's going to tell you to do something. But if you're not listening to your body, you may end up hurting yourself, and that we definitely don't want. Tip number 10 in Section 3, Meals, have fun. Have fun with your food. This is not meant to be laborious. This isn't meant to be challenging. This isn't meant to be hard. you got to have fun. Incorporate fun things to eat, fun things to snack on, fun things that you never tried before, fun new sex positions because now you have more energy. you got to have fun with this because if you don't, you'll beat yourself up when you don't hit your fitness goal. So I hope some of these tips have helped you. My prayers go out to James Gandolfini's family um, and all of the other people that we dearly love and have lost over the years. And it's my prayer that your body uh, is healthy and, and you live a long and prosperous life. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I'll see you soon.